Hey there, lady. You're tuned into Wine and Gine, a lively woman's health podcast hosted by two licensed midwives, Kelly Pappas and Tiffany Alblinger. We're dragging every sister, mom, and best friend on our mission to make chatting about the female body and everything that comes along with it a normal and amusing thing. Grab a glass of wine with us while we flex our vagina expertise and dish on women's health topics each episode. Remember, you too can be a vagina expert because you have one. Welcome back, Gyners. It's episode 59 of your favorite podcast, Wine and Gyne. I'm your host, Kelly. And I'm your other host, Tiffany. And I am the better host. And I am perfectly fine with being second best because first the worst, oh, second good the one. best. <laughs> That's so good. Today, we're talking about one of my favorite topics, vaginal steaming for libido. Is there any topic we talk about that is not one of your favorite topics? No. I like all things vagina. We've had a couple episodes I didn't love. Uh, I didn't love the poop one. About that out there. <laughs> I can't say every one we've done no, is no. A plus material. True. This one, though. This one is for, this one's really great. It's already A plus. You guys are going to love this. Okay, we've got vaginal steaming. Which you love. What? It's got libido. Which you need more of. <laughs> Put them together. It's and a good time. What do you got? Mm-hmm. Vaginal steaming for libido. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a couple minutes into this, now we can start talking about it. Okay, vaginal steaming. We've had a whole episode on this before, and we've talked about it uh, probably 50 times since then. Episode 7, all about vaginal steaming. So that's going to give you like the, I was going to say nitty gritty. That's not really the right word I wanted to use for vaginal steaming. I don't think oh, there should be like overview. Nitty gritty and mm. vagina should not be in the no. same sentence. No. That reminds me of like having sex on the beach. Mm. Nitty gritty. Uh, in all the places. So anyway, head on back to episode seven if you need the uh, down low. That's better. On vaginal steaming. But overall, Tiffany, what is vaginal steaming? Vaginal steaming is the use of herbs heated up in an herbal tea type thing. Ish-ish thingy. Yeah. Uh, And you place your bottom half, pretty much, (laughs) like everything between your legs over the steam. And the steam comes up onto your vulva, your anus, your perineum. And uh, it is believed and known to absorb the qualities of the herbs in order to make changes to the reproductive system. Yes. That's a great overview. It's a nourishing... Uh, Experience? Yeah. like the It's like why we drink tea. But in your vagina. It's tea for your vagina. Okay. Very proper. Mm. Proper vagina. Pinky up. So we can utilize steaming for a ton of different reasons. And we often recommend it for issues with like period problems or 
uh, right, period pain, usually around period stuff is when we're recommending it. Vaginal steaming is so applicable for menstrual irregularities is what yes. I would call it or dysfunctions we call it a lot of like dysfunctions yes it can be super helpful for pelvic floor stuff as well and one of the things that uh, a lot of women notice also is that it helps a lot with vaginal dryness which is not comfortable right vaginal dryness is not comfortable no so part of the mechanism of the steam is bringing warmth mm-hmm. bringing moisture nourishment to the tissues in that area. Correct. And that's going to help like encourage some of that circulation to that particular area, which can increase lubrication, which in turn increased circulation and lubrication in that area can, you can very easily draw the, uh, whatever parallel that like, oh, you're probably going to have a bit of an increased libido if those two things are happening. Let's talk about libido real quick. Yeah. Right? Because sometimes that needs a definition for people. True, true, true. Right? So what is libido? What isn't? Uh, it's like your it's your overall sexual drive slash desire. Yeah. Like, yeah? do you want to have sex or, or do not. you want to try not to have sex? <laughs> so we go into libido in quite a bit of... Um, detail in episode eight it's called libido (laughs) look at that guys you can go back to the beginning of time so long ago in episode seven and then episode eight Ah. you can get all the background you need for what we're going to talk about today yes and even in those we've we kind of tossed in the discussion of vaginal steaming for those things but we were like this has been something that a lot of women have wanted to talk about and I personally utilize it as uh, something for myself. So I was like, well, share with the gyners. Share with the love. Um, Okay, so the general suggestion of how to use vaginal vaginal steaming for your libido is specifically to steam for about 10 minutes with herbs, like your, your vagina tea, before engaging in whatever sexual act you're preparing for. Should, should, would it be helpful to prepare or to have vaginal steaming before you prepare to give oral sex? Uh, yeah, because then you're like, oh, at least maybe I'm, my desire is increased and maybe I'll mm-hmm. uh, get into it a little more. You might give better oral sex if you cared about it, <laughs> right? And if you don't, yeah, that's true. I was just trying to think of, you know, whatever all the scenario. Yes, yes, right? yes. Yeah. But the idea is you're sitting there, you're giving yourself 10 minutes, you're over this warm pot of herbs, all of those, um, all of the steam, all the herbs are coming up onto your vulva, coming in. It's like, okay, there's like this increased uh, awareness because you're doing it for a purpose, right? You're like, I am trying to increase circulation, trying to increase lubrication, trying to just wrap my head around the fact that I'm about to have sex. And maybe before I started steaming, I wasn't really in the mood, finding it hard to like get into that kind of thing. So I think part of this is just that act of sitting there and being like, I am doing this 
and I'm thinking about the fact that I'm about to have sex, and I'm trying to do something to want to have sex, or I'm thinking about sex, I'm thinking about wanting to have sex, that helps too. Yes. Right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Anything you can do to talk yourself into it. Yeah, right? Preparing your body. It's like a little ritual. For sure. And you're kind of thinking like sexy thoughts then. Which is a good, mm-hmm. right? It's like, okay, I'm going to like get down in just a few minutes and this is uh, going to feel good. And maybe you wouldn't be like trying to get it over with because you're like, I yes. invested 10 minutes of my of life time for this. Yes. I'm not going to wish it away. Now I have expectations of enjoying it. Exactly. Okay, okay. So my question all along has been since I learned about this as an option since I started trying it I started trying uh, or I started utilizing this early postpartum not too early though clarify that because of the sex part yes yes um and was like is it the heat that is helpful or is it the herbs or is it both for this particular reason I understand that the herbs are incredibly helpful for the um, menstrual problems and all that. But I was like, do I really need to use these herbs like for 10 minutes each mm-hmm. time, whatever? So I had I did my own experiment knowing we were going to be talking about this the last month and was like, well, we'll just see. I'll try it with. I'll try it without. What do you think my... I, Tiffany doesn't know what my results are. Oh my gosh. I know. I thought... Well, this is for... This is an N of one. So... You, this is a very small sample size. I love data. And I yes. love challenges. Mm-hmm. And I love when people do experiments on their yeah. bodies with things. <laughs> and if you told me you were doing this, I would have ruined it. I know. That's why I didn't tell you. Oh, that yeah. was so smart. Because <laughs> now I'm so excited about yes. what is... What you have found for my own? Okay, do, what, do you have okay, a guess? Okay, I do have a guess. Um, I'm 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 gonna guess. I'm gonna guess that actually the herbs are helpful. Okay. Again, small sample size. I encourage you to try this at home yourselves. My own personal experience was that it didn't matter if I had herbs or not. Ah, shoot. That it was the warmth of, like, everything coming up onto my vulva and being like, oh, okay. And increasing lubrication, increasing that circulation. And I also just think, I don't know if it was, like, a Pavlovian response, but just, like, the act of, like, I'm going to do this and I know that there's going to be sex after it and it's going to feel good. Um, I think just the combination of all of that was what worked for me. Okay. So, so I felt the same with herbs as without herbs. Is there a term for vaginal steaming when you don't use the herbs? Mm. No. I feel like now that we've introduced this idea, there I has know. to be some kind of differentiation. True. Are you just hotboxing your badge? <laughs> <laughs> or are you yeah. or are you That's what I'm doing. Uh giving it's like a vaginal sauna. Like a treatment. It's mm-hmm. not quite. Well, I don't know, because you could call a treatment you could call sauna ing treatment. Yeah, for sure. People do that. It's just without herbs. Yeah. A vaginal sauna. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Anyway, that was my personal experience. I challenge you, Geiners. So would you ever use herbs moving forward for For this particular reason, I would not, unless it ended up months down the road, me being like, oh, this actually isn't working anymore. Let me just see. Let's see. Yeah. 
So, because I am somebody who does vaginal steam for like menstrual stuff when I need to. I don't. I don't need to right now, Geiners. My periods are really great. Why are your periods so great? Check back to a previous episode about seed cycling. There's two things we talk about on yeah. this podcast. <laughs> no, three things. Stop eating sugar. Uh-huh. Sorry. I gotta vaginal steam and seed cycling. Yes. It all boils down to these three habits. My husband and I are about to start the uh, keto situation that we keep talking about on here. I'm really going to hit the trifecta of annoying y'all with things that you should do. Yeah. Well, good, because I'm tired of it just being me. Yeah. Okay, back to the back hotboxing. Back to hotboxing your vagina. So that's my personal Actually, experience. we could call it hotbox your box. <laughs> hotbox squared. Hotbox squared. Hotbox box. Yeah. Hotbox box. Box in your box. <laughs> so that's what I do. I box my box. Yep. Ten minutes. Um, so when I was, I did a bit of research for this also about like what other, there's vaginal steaming practitioners out there and all kinds of people who have done a ton of research and whatever. Um, you don't, and also just my own personal experience, you don't have to jump right into like sex right after you do it. So that's been a question I've got from people of like, okay, so then you do it from 10 for like 10 minutes and then you just like run out of the bathroom and like you have to be ready because the, uh, circulation, depending on your own body and whatever, um, usually lasts for about 30 minutes. Oh, I thought you were hoping, I was hoping you were going to say like a week. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Just that increased immediate circulation, right? Yeah. But as we often talk about here, the more that you're doing that and the more that you're increasing circulation and blood flow to that area, the more your body is going to want to do that on its own. So I've found that even though I utilize this, my issue is that I'm still breastfeeding and even though I'm making like very little milk, I still... And it's been this way in my last three, like with all three of my kids while I'm breastfeeding, I just have more issues with dryness until like they're totally weaned. Mm. Um, and so that's why I use it. But I am assuming it becomes less and less uh, the more that you do it. Just like the more you have sex, the more orgasms you have, the more you want to have sex. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, uh, you know me always thinking. Mm-hmm. Why would somebody choose to steam with no herbs mm-hmm. or with herbs? I don't know. Yeah. And not just put a hot washcloth on themselves. I, well, I mean, I suppose you could do anything. I suppose you could put like a, well, a hot washcloth would lose its heat pretty quickly. That's but, true. you know, like a, a heating pad rice, or something. Like I shove don't... a rice sock inside you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm getting real today. sexy. Uh, I mean, I'm sure putting warmth there just in general is helpful. Okay, so what do you think but about the steam actually makes it? If you are sitting there and you are thinking sexy thoughts and you have something like rolling warm mm-hmm. air up on your vulva, you're enjoying your experience. That's my favorite part, to yeah. be honest. It feels really good. Yeah. Okay. So that, that's a thing. Okay. Um, I did want to note, because there's not a ton of like actual statistics and research and whatever, about UTIs though. So oh. if you are prone, if you're like somebody who's prone to UTIs, uh, it's just something to keep in mind. There's no actual like real stats about this, but a lot of the practitioners that I was reading on um, said if you're, you're at slightly higher risk for a UTI if you utilize this me- method. Why do you think that is? 
I assume like the urethra is like kind of opening a bit more, allowing things to travel. Travel, especially in. if you're about to have sex. Right. You maybe have some dilation of the urethra, yeah. and then a lot of thrusting from. I don't know how clean that penis is. I don't. (laughs) I do not know. I do not know. So that's like the fine print disclaimer on this is if you are somebody who is prone to that, or it's just, even if you're not, just something to keep in the back of your mind, I'd like to reiterate the fact that I've never had one. You've never had a UTI either? (laughs) No. Kelly, what the heck? I'm sorry. I I thought this whole time you've never had a yeast infection. So I will say, I had a UTI when I was like six and I refused to drink water and only drank apple juice for like a long time and whatever. But then it worked itself out. Does it count? No, it doesn't. Well, you suffer in other ways. Yeah. Let's talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) There's not enough time in this episode. Uh, So... That's something to keep in mind, though. So you can put together your own um, desires or whatever you want to do with it. But I have found it to be incredibly helpful. And I think my husband sees that I'm about to steam and is like, oh, that means I'm going to get real lucky because she's actually going to be into it this time. Yeah. So how would you rate your libido from zero to four? (laughs) When you don't steam, Mm -hmm. zero being not interested at all, Mm -hmm. four being you want it so bad you are like clamoring for it. Yeah. So if I steam, so if I don't steam, Mm -hmm. I can get from a zero to a four with actual like stimulation and doing it. I start at a zero though. I'm like, I'm not into this. Maybe I'll get to orgasm. I have no idea. I'm just, let's just get kind of get this over with. And right. then I can get into it. Yeah. But the actual desire, the actual libido part beforehand is not there as often as it should be. So it's much more on the zero side. Okay. So you're, so you're usually starting sex at like a zero. Half. Yeah. Like a half maybe where I'm like, huh. And then you you, and then if I steam... You're someone who just likes it. But now if you steam... If I steam, I'm at like a three and a half where I'm like, oh, uh, yeah. Or four. Okay, so, okay. I have a question. Yes. This yeah. is very compelling. Uh-huh. Okay, so if you if you steam thinking you're going to have sex... I and, will have sex. <laughs> and, but... Yeah. Like, there's just, you're not, there's no, there's there, no way yeah. you're not going to. Yeah. You want it so bad. I, it's, well, and as part of that, I'm, again, I'm not sure if it's like the sitting there thinking about sex for those minutes and like putting the effort in and also just like that physiological response to those thoughts and the experience of doing it previously, whatever. But yes, which is why when my husband is like, oh yeah, you should, you should go do that. I'm very happy you're doing that. Actually, he doesn't tell me to do it, which I'm surprised by. But. He doesn't tell you to do very much. Mm. He's a very easygoing guy. Yeah. Okay, so you go and have your, th- get up to your three and a half, mm-hmm. and then you are going to have sex. Yeah. Is the sex different when you start at a three and a half versus a zero and a half? Uh, yeah, I can get to orgasm a lot faster, which is not necessarily the always the greatest. When the build-up is fun. When you're a parent. Oh, you're like, come and on. And you're always having sex at yeah. night. So my crazy. issue is, so I've been thinking about this and knew that we were going to be talking about it. And I was like, why don't I do this more often? 
Well, like, my sex we, life would be a lot better if I just did it. So we I don't know, do it enough. We know it's and worth I know it's so it, good. Yes, but there is an aspect of vaginal steaming, and I know this because I do it. That there's a lot of hesitation in getting started with it because you're like, ah, I gotta sit a certain way. I gotta yeah. get the stuff together. Right. So I think people will be happy to know that they should experiment without the herbs. Yeah. Maybe. That's one thing to kind of like alleviate this mm-hmm. aspect of it. Yep. Uh, but what are some other tips that you have of making vaginal steaming like an easier thing, an easier go-to? I wish that I had more tips because even just talking about it, I'm like, oh, that is real dumb that I don't do it like every night and just have great sex all the time. You guys, she said a three and a half. That's high, man. I'm going to go do I'm it a, right now. I'm a... 0.5 kind of girl usually. I, I believe <laughs> so, you. Yeah. Um, so I think recognizing that I could do it without the herbs now that I've been like experimenting with it, I definitely have done it more um, since not having to put herbs in. Okay, and you're only steaming for 10 minutes. Yes. So you don't have to get a whole hot pot or hot heating pot uh, right what the heck am i trying to say uh like a burner fourth burner kind of thing yeah, hot heat yeah, hot, hot plate hot plate <laughs> hot plate <laughs> hot plate you don't have to get a hot plate set up so there's Correct. not like no. trying to keep the steam going yeah because it's such a short amount of time the thing is though oftentimes when i steam for like period stuff I'm, like, on my phone. I'm very distracted. Yeah. If I'm distracted while I'm steaming, it's for this particular purpose. It's not as, like, uh, robust an experience, I would say. So part of the ritual is anticipating yes. that, you're work, that you're getting mentally three and a half. Correct. So I have an idea. I have a thought here. Okay. Okay. I have one of those electric kettles that I use to make tea and coffee with. Yeah. I just use it every single day. And every single day. (laughs) Why are you laughing? I don't know. I've had this visual of what you're going to say with like the teapot getting all hot or something. Well, I'm not going to... I can't recommend that. Yeah. That's going to burn your labia <laughs> off. Like, I don't know what is happening here. No, but uh, yeah. But I'm thinking you just need to bring water to boiling to make this a thing. Correct. So maybe you don't even have to get a pot out or anything and heat it up on the stove. If you have an electric tea kettle, just boil water inside your electric tea kettle. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pour it in a insulated mug or bowl right. and squat over that. Anybody can do that. For sure. For 10 minutes. Yeah, it's not long. You guys. I know. I feel like this has been a little bit of a uh, secret, like, power. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dang. And again, since I, like, have experimented with it, like, I really got to do this more often. Yeah. I'm... I'm a believer. Yeah. Today's a sex day, as you guys know, having (laughs) listened to scheduling sex. Yes. Sunday's a sex day for us. I'm going to go home and do the tea kettle. Uh, I'm going to try it with the the kettle water. And I tell you, the first time that I steamed for libido stuff, I mean, I was much earlier postpartum, but I was like, oh, dang, that was very helpful. So it wasn't like a, oh, because I've steamed like a hundred times, now it is. It was very helpful for that particular reason. 
immediate, the first time. Immediate results. Again, small sample size. One. <laughs> very small. One. But maybe you, gyners, can uh, experiment and increase our uh, case number. Yeah. We're going to have to pull some of you. Yep. Make some more data. Yep. Great. Anything else you want to say about this uh, fantastic idea? I need to do it more often. You already said that. I don't know. Clearly. Even talking about it, I'm like, dang. Whew. Kelly, come on. I want to steam come my on. vagina right now. Yeah. And I'm hopeful that, like, once I stop breastfeeding, I won't have to actually, like, keep doing stuff for my libido. But realistically, I think I'm gonna. Well, okay. Even if, ladies, <clears throat> even if you don't find yourself to be at a zero or zero and a half. Why wouldn't you right. want to take a small step towards enhancing your desire anyways? A hundred percent. Everybody could use a libido lift. For sure. Agreed. So there's really no excuse. Yeah, it's such a gentle... For not like, trying it. It's such a gentle and easy thing to do. And thus far, it's been quite powerful for me. It's a little lady hack for y'all. Lady hack. Mm-hmm. Box your box. Box your box. Well, that's it. Yeah. It's that easy, guys. Wow. Yeah. All right. We will be chatting at you next time about the next crazy idea we have. <laughs> Bye, guiders. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning into the Wine and Gyne podcast. To connect with Tiffany and Kelly and all of your fellow Gyners, be sure to join them on Instagram at wine underscore and underscore Gyne or over on their website, wineandgynepodcast.com. Have a great day, vagina experts.